0: Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in the hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads and mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there rose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave a luster of midday to the objects below. When what to my wandering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. Now, did you know that it is estimated that Santa's sleigh weighs 353,000 tons? So traveling at 650 miles per second would create such an enormous friction that Santa and his reindeer would burst into flame. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be Saint Nick. You know, in Portugal, they actually don't call him Saint Nick, his name is Pai Natal. I'll just skip to the end. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. So, Merry Christmas, children.
1: Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more, on everything from aeolian to Xenophone, and by everyone from Aronson to Xerky. On this week's show, we're going to hear some creative rhyming, you'll get shot, but not with bullets... We'll take a musical trip to Shanghai and hear about some Doloreses. Or is the plural of Dolores, Doloresi? A couple of weeks ago, I played When You Want a Cake of Soap by Arthur Wimperus, which contains a line rhyming toilet with boil it. What?
2: What's that? What?
1: That's right, toilet and boil it. But as it turns out, that's not so far fetched, and there are plenty of other unusual rhymes out there. Would you like to hear a few examples?
3: Yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
1: Okay, here's Al Boli.
4: You find a gal, the perfect kind of gal, and your feelings grow distinctly biological. You think you're hot for, but you're not for, it's psychological. What a kick you get, and oh how quick you get, in your fingers the desire to be massagical. When you define that, it's just a sign that you're psychological. Love is a question of mental suggestion, strictly cerebral you'll find. Sex is a theory, consider it dearie. Merely a matter of mind. When I envelop you, it's just to help you, study out the thing in manner go. For goodness sakes, dear, give me the breaks, dear. Be psychological.
5: Been rehearsing for a week. The minister is standing in the pulpit, but the groom, it seems, is playing hide and seek. a shell I want to start cooing and spend my life doing those things that mom and pop used to spell give me a cottage small where the railroad never stops I want to sleep in pajamas Get married. I want to get spliced. I long to be knotted and see my friends potted. I want to be confetti and rice. Let others play the field. I'd rather choose one. I want to. settle I wanna play house though men are all no good they say it feels so good to have your own particular louse they say that magic frill when they play here comes the bride works better than sulfonylose
4: I'm so pathetic that I always have found it best Instead of getting them off my chest To let them rest, unexpressed I hate parading, my serenading As I probably miss a ball But if this ditty is not so pretty At least it'll tell you how great you are You're the top You're the Colosseum. You're the top you're the Lou Museum You're a melody from a symphony by Strauss You're a Vendelbonnet, a Shakespeare sonnet, you're Mickey Mouse You're the Nile You're the Tower of Pisa You're the smile on the Mona Lisa I'm a worthless check, a total wreck a flop, but if, baby, I'm the bottom, you're the top, you're the top, you're Mahatma Gandhi, you're the top, you're Napoleon Brandy, you're the purple light of a summer night in Spain. you're the national gallery, you're garble salary, you're cellophane, You're sublime, you're a turkey dinner, you're the time of the derby winner. I'm a toy balloon that's faded soon to pop, but if, baby, I'm the bottom, you're the top. You're the top. You're an arrow collar, you're the top. You're a coolie summer, you're the nimble tread of the feet of Fred Astaire. You're an O'Neill drama, your are Whistler's mama, your are camembert. You're repose, you're infernal dancing. You're the nose on the great Uranty. I'm just in the way, as the French would say, the but if baby I'm the bottom, you're the top. You're the top. You're a Waldorf salad. You're the top. You're a Berlin ballad. You're the baby grand of a lady and a gent. You're an old Dutch master. You're Mrs. Astor. You're so You're romance. You're the steps of Russia. You're the pan on a rocky usher. I'm a lazy lout that's just about to stop. But if baby, I'm the bottom, you're the top.
1: While there are so many unusual and clever rhymes in Cole Porter's You're the Top, I scarcely know where to begin. Rhyming Fred Astaire and Camembert is brilliant, but my favorite rhyme in You're the Top is Spain and cellophane. That was Cole Porter accompanying himself on piano from Victor 24766, recorded October 26, 1934. Cellophane had been around for quite a while when the song was written. It was invented in 1908 by Swiss engineer Jacques Brandenberger, who named it by combining the word cellulose, from which it was made and diaphane, meaning transparent. In 1923, Brandenburger sold the exclusive rights to manufacture and sell cellophane in the United States to DuPont. When he died in 1954, Brandenburger was worth about $10 million. Cole Porter was known as the risque master of American music and was preceded by Gertrude Neeson, herself a bit risque, playing burlesque queen Bubbles Lamar in the Broadway production of Follow the Girls, which opened at the New Century Theater on April 8, 1944, and ran for 888 performances. We heard her showstopper and biggest hit, I Want to Get Married, written by Dan Shapiro, Milton Pascal, and Phil Cherig. Harry Sosnick conducted the orchestra on that Decca 78, recorded December 11th, 1944. It contains the line, I want to get married, I want to get spliced, I long to be knotted and see my friend spotted. I want to be confettied and riced. The act of turning a noun into a verb like that is called denominalization. Shakespeare was quite prolific at it. Ben Franklin thought the practice to be awkward and abominable, but that's not the main reason I played that record. I played it for the last line, which goes, They say that magic thrill when they play Here Comes the Bride works better than sulfonylamide. I want to get married. Until sulfonylomide was developed in the early 1930s, medicine was helpless against lethal bacterial infections, and in World War I, bacterial infections ravaged armies, turning minor wounds into certain and rapid fatalities. Sulfonylomide is an antibacterial drug, and until penicillin came along in the 1940s, it was the first and only miracle drug. German medical student Gerhard Domag, led the research on sulfanilamide, and published a paper in 1935 detailing his clinical results. The medical community was skeptical, and the drug remained almost unknown until it cured Franklin Delano Roosevelt Jr., son of the 32nd president, of a strep infection in late 1936. Without sulfanilamide, Roosevelt would almost certainly have died. Sulfanilamide is still used today, primarily in treating urinary tract infections and burns. Oh, and by the way, in 1933, Gertrude Neeson was the first person to record the Jerome Kern, Otto Harbach standard, Smoke Gets In Your Eyes, from the musical Roberta. We begin this rhyming segment with Al Boley, backed by Lou Stone and his band at the Monsignor Restaurant from Decca F3942, recorded March 23, 1934. That was It's Psychological. Louis Gensler wrote the music, but you've got to hand it to lyricist Harlan Thompson for coming up with pedagogical to rhyme with psychological. As for the meaning of pedagogical, if it has anything at all to do with teaching, it's pedagogical. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. Last week I played Shoot the Meatballs to Me, Dominic Boy by Jimmy Dorsey, and mentioned there were some similarly titled songs recorded around the same time. Here's the record that spawned them all. Los Angeles radio station KFAC went on the air in 1931 and was owned by Eret Lobham Cord, better known as E.L. Cord, a titan of the transportation industry in the early and mid-20th century. The AC in KFAC stood for Auburn and Cord, automobiles manufactured by the Auburn Automobile Company, which Cord also owned. KFAC-FM went on the air in 1952 and was unusual in that, unlike most classical music radio stations, it was a commercial station. Back in the early 1970s, I listened to KFAC almost exclusively. One of the on-air personalities was Steve Markham, who was with the station for over 30 years. He hosted a program called Crossroads of Music, on which he played a 78 by the New Friends of Rhythm. I was so struck by the record at the time that I wrote a letter to Steve, remember this was well before email, and asked about it. Sometime later, I received a package in the mail which contained a personal reply to my letter and a 5 inch reel of tape onto which Steve had copied the four sides he had by the New Friends of Rhythm. You just heard one of them, direct from that 1970s reel of tape, which I still have along with Steve's letter. That was Shoot the Schubert to Me, Hubert, from Victor 26425, recorded November 10, 1939. It's based on a tune from the ballet suite from Schubert's Rosamond, Princess of Cyprus. Cellist and composer Alan Schulman and his brother, violinist Sylvan, were professional classical and jazz musicians and members of Toscanini's NBC Orchestra. In 1938, with violinist Zelly Smirnoff and violist Louis Kieveman, they formed the Stuyvesant String Quartet, whose recording of Alan Schulman's Rendezvous for Clarinet and String Quartet featured Benny Goodman. The quartet added guitarist Tony Colucci and harpist Laura Newell and became the new Friends of Rhythm, who made a few sides into the mid-1940s. KFAC was sold in 1989 and flipped to KBBT. Thanks again to Steve Markham, who spent a lot of time and trouble to make and send me that tape. Before Shoot the Schubert to me, Hubert, was the record that probably inspired it, Shoot the Sherbet to me, Herbert. And remember, it's Sherbet, not Sherbert. That was Bob Chester and his orchestra with vocal by Kathleen Lane from Bluebird 10396, recorded August 8, 1939. We started off this shoot 'em up segment with Artie Shaw and his new music with Shoot the Liquor to Me, John Boy. Liquor spelled L I K K E R. Leo Watson was the vocalist on that September 17, 1937 Brunswick recording, catalog number 7976. For this segment, we're going to take a musical trip to Shanghai. Why? Well, when putting together this week's playlist, the record that starts off this segment came to my attention. I checked, and even though Ben Burney is one of my favorite band leaders, it's never been played on the show. Until now. ¶¶
2: I've been looking high And I've been looking low Looking for my Shanghai to live. The stars that hang high over Shanghai Bring back the memory of a thrill I've been looking high And I've been looking low Looking for my Shanghai to live. I learned to love her the little devil was just a butterfly But you discover something on the level Shining in her eye Oh, I've been trying to forget her But what's the use? I never will I'll be looking high and I'll be looking low Till I find my strength I live.
1: Back in 2015, I played Song of Shanghai by Jay Whidden, but you just heard it by the Savoy Orpheans, January 14, 1927, from HMV B5203. Song of Shanghai was written by Vincent Rose and Richard Whiting, and I'm going to take a wild guess that neither of them was ever in Shanghai. I've never played it on the show before, but we started our musical trip to Shanghai with Ben Burney and all the lads looking high and low for Shanghai Lil. One of the lads in particular, Stu Johnson, was the vocalist. Shanghai Lil was written by Dubin and Warren and is from the Jimmy Cagney, Joan Blondell, Ruby Keeler picture, Footlight Parade. This September 26, 1933 recording was made by Columbia and issued on 2824-D. Continuing this Shanghai segment, this next record is by the Victor Military Band. It's from Victor Batwing 18267, recorded March 13, 1917, and is titled From Here to Shanghai. It's a medley of three tunes, Let's All Be Americans Now, written by Irving Berlin, George W. Meyer, and Edgar Leslie. Since Maggie Dooley Learned the Hoolie Hoolie, written by Meyer. And From Here to Shanghai, written by Berlin. Of all the Shanghai records I could have played, I chose this one because it's a spirited performance of some nice tunes, and there's a musical reference in here I hope you'll catch. Medley One Step, From Here to Shanghai, played by the Victor Military Band, conducted by Joseph Pasternak. I hope you caught the musical reference in there to the skater's waltz, which, because you listened to last week's show, you remember, was written by Emil Waldteufel. From Here to Shanghai was the tune that began and ended that medley. As I said, it was written by Irving Berlin, and sounds to me like it was written for a musical show or film, but no, no, no. There are a number of vocal recordings of From Here to Shanghai by Gene Green with the Peerless Quartet, Al Jolson, and Collins and Harlan, which do give a clue as to the inspiration for the song. I'm going to play just a snippet from the recording by Collins and Harlan, made January 26, 1917, for Edison.
2: I'll eat the way they do, with a pair of wooden and And I'll have kingly doing
1: all his magic tricks. I'll eat the way they do with a pair of wooden sticks, and I'll have Ching-Li Fu doing all his magic tricks. Now, Irving Berlin didn't just make up the name Ching-Ling Fu. More than 4,000 magicians performed on vaudeville bills around the world, the most famous, of course, being Harry Houdini. Many of them were Chinese, both real and fake, and one of the most popular was Ching-Ling Fu. He was born Ching Ling Kua in Peking, China in 1854 and was a respected performer in China before arriving in America in 1898, breaking box office records and becoming the highest-paid performer in American vaudeville. Dressed in typical King-era Chinese garb, during his act, Fu would breathe smoke and fire over the audience, produce ribbons and a 15-foot-long pole from his mouth, and use a sword to decapitate a boy who would then walk off the stage headless. I don't believe it. His showstopper involved producing a huge bowl, full to the brim with water from out of an empty cloth, and then pulling a small child from the bowl.
2: I don't believe it.
1: Highly talented members of his family were part of the act, including his bound-footed wife and an entire company of Chinese women. His fame spawned imitators and competitors, most infamously Chung Ling Su, who was actually William Ellsworth Robinson, born in Westchester County, New York. He was killed in 1918, attempting to catch a bullet in his mouth. Curiously, the Victor recording of From Here to Shanghai by Gene Green and the Peerless Quartet changes Berlin's lyric and uses the name Hop Sing Lee, and Jolson's recording changes it to Hip Sing Lee. Neither of those appears to be a real person. I'm Glenn Robison, I am a real person, and the show is rapidly rotating records. Last week's show started off with the Dolores Waltz by Emil Walterfell. You don't hear that name much anymore, but back in the 20s there were lots of Doloreses. And here are some of them in another One of These Things is Not Like the Others segment.
2: Back in Madrid When you were queen In the scene In the valley chorus But don't sing for us Dance Dolores Give us a treat Turn on the heat Show us the bit Made a hit With a gay sonora But don't sing for us When you do that Cucaracha Sweet Machacha hotcher, How we love to watch her Dance Dolores you wanna sing but if you sing you only give us the jitters so don't sing for us just dance the
4: And love her every night. Ooh, it's always Hungry Doris for me Doris. and my right. Dolores. Doris. Love, d- 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 Dolores.
1: <laughs> well, the one of those things that was not like the others was the first one. Dance Dolores, played by Harry Roy and his orchestra, with Harry Roy himself providing the vocal. That's from a Parlophone 78, number F-345, made in London on December 8, 1935. Dance Dolores was written by John Redmond, Charlie McCarthy, not that one, the other one, and Lee David. The other three records in that set were all Doloreses, but since you can't copyright a title, they're by three different songwriters. The first Dolores was written by Ted Ward and Edward A. Grossman and sung by John Lawrence with the Bar Harbor Society Orchestra from Harmony 718-H, recorded acoustically on August 22, 1928, long after everyone else had switched over to electrical recording. Bar Harbor Society Orchestra was a pseudonym for Ben Selvin, and so it's possible that John Lawrence wasn't really John Lawrence, but a pseudonym for Tommy Weir. Next was the Dolores written by Louis Alter and Frank Lesser for the Paramount Picture Las Vegas Nights, where it's performed by Burt Wheeler and Tommy Dorsey and his orchestra. We heard it by Bing Crosby with the Merry Max and Bob Crosby and his Bobcats from Decca 3644 waxed December 23rd, 1940. And we finished up with a much more raucous Dolores written by Marty Block and Art Castle and exuberantly performed by Tom Stax with Harry Reeser's six jumping jacks. That April 30th, 1928 Brunswick recording was issued here as catalog number 3830, but also released in the UK, Australia, and in Germany as an instrumental. Christmas is just a few days away, so I'm glad we've got time for Ernie Hare to tell us all about The Night Before Christmas, as written by Clement Clark Moore. Ernie recorded it electrically in 1927, but this is his acoustic recording made in November of 1920.
6: You know, children, it was the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was staring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hope that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap, when out on the lawn there rose such a clatter. I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, Tore opened the shutter and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer, with a little old driver so lively and quick? I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his as they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now, Tasha, now dancer, now prancer and vixen, on comet, on cupid, on dunder and blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all, so up to the housetop this quarter they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too, and then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. as I drew in my head and was turning around, and the beard on his chin was as white as snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump and a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know that I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside at his nose, giving nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night.
1: I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and that between now and then, you have a very Merry Christmas. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.